Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast. As always, I'm here with Eric. Hello, everybody. And sorry, we're one day late on this, but stuff came up, and uh, including a very eventful um, AL East wild card race. Mm-hmm. But um, now that's all done, so we're going to get into that a little later. And let's start off with the biggest news of the week. Hughes and Pedersen finally signed. Um, we know the numbers off the top of our head. Uh, Elias Pedersen, mm-hmm. a three-year contract worth $7.73 million a year, which takes him... One year away from... Sorry, go ahead. 7.35. Yeah, 7.35. What'd I say? 7.3 or something? No, yeah, 7.35. Okay. And then Hughes on the six-year deal where he makes, I believe, 7.75 over six years. Mm-hmm. So no no movement clause no trade clauses on on any of those sorry seven yeah seven point eight five on that one no no move uh no movement clause no no trade clauses um, Hughes's contract buys one year of UFA eligibility Pedersen's takes him one year away from uh, becoming a UFA Eric what was your uh, initial reaction to these contracts. Uh, my initial reaction was like, finally, they they signed the two biggest players on the team. First, it was Quinn Hughes, and then a few minutes later, they said Elias Pettersson was also signing. So I was very happy about that. Uh, these are good contracts that they probably deserve at least eight mil each. And right now, having them at a seven point three five and seven eight five is really good for the Canucks and their cap space because now they're like they're at zero zero cap space but like they have all the players they really need at this point and they can just let off some players as well their cap is looking pretty good right now yeah i think as long as hamannick plays they basically are gonna have a uh, perfect uh cap situation for like right up against the cap but it's perfect for a team that's contending and uh, wanting to win um as reported by jp barry t- uh or sorry as reported by um, I believe Dollywall today, J.P. Ray said that they actually tried to go five years on Pedersen to buy out one year of UFA uh, eligibility, but it just didn't work out in terms of the, the dollar dollar amount as Pedersen would have had to make a lot more money. And yeah, we, we were saying, you know, $8 million contracts, but looks like it's a little less than that, but for a less term than we assumed, but totally fine. It works out. Pedersen's contract actually expires at the same time as uh, a very big deal for the Canucks in Tyler Myers. So probably going to use a lot of that $6 million to sign Pedersen to his second, um, to, to his next deal. And let's hope um, uh, Benning decides to extend some players instead of leaving them with all this restricted free agency like Besser. You know, like get, get that Besser extension done as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else to go with the contracts? Any final thoughts or we're going to move on to uh, preseason talk? We, we can move on to preseason. Okay. 
um yeah what was your what was your reaction to uh all the preseason who are some players that have stood out for you uh obviously the the big players on the nhl team like hoglander besser horvat every one of those guys are always going to step up uh the goaltending has been looking all right Silovs, yeah he that first game he was doing pretty well in the first and then gave up quite a few more goals against Seattle but other than that uh DiPietro's been looking good in net uh Vasily Podkolzin uh he's he's been all right uh sometimes you, you don't really see him on the ice all too much but like it's preseason that's what you're gonna get he's just working his way into the lineup and yeah those are some key names I've seen so far. I'm. Uh, I have a much shorter list than you. I think all those NHL guys. I think they're all performing up to standard as where you would expect them to be. Um, I'm pretty uh, high on Pullman and Ekman Larson as a duo. I think they are a lot better than what people thought they would be. And it's not like you know, Ekman Larson. He's never going to be worth that that money that he makes. He, he's just no not it's not gonna work out right but he's looking a lot better than what we expect and that's all we can ask for if he can be a true uh number two on on this team pullman looks good as well uh, a lot of chris tana vibes there and actually for me i don't think pod colson yeah you say like sometimes he looks a little invisible out there i see that he's doing yeah. some of the small things really well but uh, he hasn't really impressed me so far. I hope he keeps going, and it's it's hard to adjust to the North American game. So, yeah, let's hope he uh, adjusts well and uh, just give him a little time to work his way into becoming a, an, an NHL player. Yeah. Anything else for uh, preseason there, Eric, or you good to go? Mm, no. I'm good. All right. This one's a quick podcast. We're getting through it really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Predictions for this year. 82-game um, season. Um, how many wins are you going? Um, right now, honestly, hoping for maybe a 35-40 win season. I don't know if that's too high or too low, but I feel like that 35 or 40 out of If we can get 30 or 35 to 40 points, I think they wins. It's hard, right? Cuz that's like 80 points in the in the in the league. Yeah. And then you add like shootout and overtime as well. So you get like 90 points in a week Pacific Division. I okay. they can make the playoffs easily. So you're thinking 90 Maybe. points this season. 90 90 to 95 points, I'd say. Okay. I'm thinking I'm thinking a little higher than that. I'm thinking they're not going to be as low as 35. I'm thinking more of the 42, yeah. kind of 45 range there. Um, seeing from what I've seen with this team so far, I'm hoping it gets more towards 45. But, you know, like, like you said, there's teams that have probably lost like 20 shootout slash overtime games in a year. So that's 20 yeah. points. So, yeah. Um, in terms of points, um, yeah, 90 to 95 would for sure lock up that third spot in the Pacific, um, depending on the situation with 
Edmonton and how their goaltending is, that might even lock up second. So, yeah. Yeah. All I've been hearing about prediction for the Canucks is like, one person said that they're not going to make the playoffs and they're going to get outdone by the Seattle Kraken. I was like, really? You think that our team is that terrible <laughs> to have an expansion team beat us in the in the standings? Yeah, it happened a few years ago with Vegas, but that our, that Canucks team was not good. And very, very like This one's different. such a better team than what it was in 2017. Right, very, very <laughs> like such a, different this year. Yeah, such a young team as well, and a lot of, and then the young players also have grown, and they got contracts, and I think this team can be a very special team moving forward. All right, so now let's play a little game. Uh, I didn't tell you beforehand, but you're just going to pick five random players from the Canucks, um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to guess how many points they're going to have this season. Ooh. Um yeah, we'll go. Uh, we'll go goals and then points, but then right. uh, you can. Uh, we we can go back and forth. So you pick a player, I pick a player, and just ten different players. They can be any player. So you can go, right. go first. Uh, you know what? Let's get let's get the coyote out of the one of the coyotes out of the way. Connor Garland. You know what? I think playing middle six minutes with uh probably a good chunk of power play time. I'm thinking he hits that uh twenty goal mark and gets around uh mm-hmm. fifty fifty points. Yeah, not bad. Alright, so for you I'm gonna go with the other coyote. OEL. OEL. Prediction for OEL. He is he is known for like doing pretty well on the blue lines for scoring. I would probably say Hopefully eight to ten goals this season. Okay. And then maybe forty-five to fifty points. I would say forty-eight points. Okay, yeah. I mean that does make sense, especially if um they have him on the power play sometimes quarterbacking it and sometimes Hughes or maybe even having them both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of those points are gonna come on the power play. And I think he's going to be more confident with Pullman next to him. I Definitely. Who did they even play next to him? Goligoski? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Arizona was just not good last year. Let's just say that. And for many years. I mean, Chikorin, but they're both left-handed defensemen, so it's hard for them to play together. Yeah. Okay, I think... Yeah, a little on the high end. I'm a little surprised by that, but... If he plays power play minutes, then 100%, he's going to hit it. Yeah. All right. Next player, who should I pick? It's a lot of good players on this team. Um, let's go Let's go for the new contract guy. Elias Patterson. 35 goals, 85 points. Yeah, considering he plays the full season, I think this. I think yeah. the even more bold prediction than the points is that this year he's gonna play eighty, ga- like <laughs> at least eighty games. Yeah. Well, we're just saying this for like if they're healthy and not. Uh, yeah, we'll just say this. This is for healthy, like they're health. 
Yeah, of course. Through the entire season, how many points would they get? Yeah. So, 85. Okay. 85. And I, I think Pedersen needs to, needs to show that he can be healthy, and I think he will this year. Um, yeah. You know, I'm actually going to go for a... Um, uh, the other player who has the contract. Um, we're just kind of going back and ba- back to back with the Coyotes and back to back with the new contracts. So I'm going to give you Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes. How many points? Was he had like 65 points? What did he last season? No. No. no uh, his first year, I think he had. Oh, first year he had like at least 50. Last year, I think he had. 45? Because they only yeah. played 56 games, right? Yeah, which is amazing. 45 points in 56 games. Yeah, his I don't plus know minus was terrible. 41. Well, 41. 41? That's pretty good. Uh, For for this, this season, considering it's an 82-game season, I'm hoping Quinn Hughes can at least score 10, just like Oliver. Maybe 15. Ever highballing it, fifteen goals and maybe. Who do I go high with the assist as well? It depends how they split up power play one. That's the thing. So yeah, with your thing, are you saying they're both on power play one, or how is it working for you? I feel like, cause usually they'd go. P power play one, and then most of the time is power play two as well because. Let's face it. Um. I would say Quinn Hughes is on number one, and then Oliver ekman Larson is number two. They both get around the same minutes on the power play because we've we've seen this Canucks power play from time and time again. It's it isn't the best. And now they so have an option, I'll, right? So if they're turning it over, they can put yeah. OEL on instead. Yeah, I would say Quinn Hughes 60, 60 points. Okay. Yeah. I actually like that one. I like that one. It's a good, good amount. Of, yeah, 60 points. I think it's very doable for him. He's got to show off his his guns, show off that he is worth that 7.8 million. Uh, now the next player. Let's go with let's go with Captain Bo. If they, I, I'm thinking that he's gonna be on a set on the second line this year. Uh, like he usually is, and on the po- mm-hmm. first power play, obviously. I'm thinking he goes for mm-hmm. um, 25 goals as well, 25 to 30 range, and I think he scores 60 points. Mm. I think he scores 60, 60 points in a full uh, season because he's he's a durable guy, and his highest points ever is is 61 so i'm just gonna say 62 because i think he's gonna surpass <laughs> his career high good prediction all right let's go let's go um tyler myers one of our uh tyler myers. <laughs> one of the guys that we hate on but still you know we thought he was the best defenseman on the canucks last year yeah, it's kind of, yeah. It's not too good to have Tyler Myers as your best defenseman. Obviously, he's big, and he can block shots at ease and just stick out his stick, and he's covering half the 
dice. So there's that. Um, I would say, honestly, I think he would get about six or seven goals. And I'd, I would say maybe 30, 31 points. Damn. 82. Damn. Okay. Because honest, honestly, I don't think he's like that bad as a player. It's just his contract makes it seem like he's that bad. Okay. I think that that, that would be a huge year for him. Um, I don't know if he'll get that high, in my opinion, but, hey, man, you're entitled to it. Let's see if he, uh, gets, uh, thir- 30 points on the year. 30 points. All right. Uh, you know what? We're going to go with one of your favorite players. Okay. And he plays on defense. Number 48. Holy Levy. Ooh, okay. You know what? I'm saying he doesn't draw in the lineup for... A lot of games this year, just because um, Rathbone has has shown to be a lot better, and same with Brad Hunt as well to draw in as a yeah. potential option. So I'm saying Oli's really only going to get into around, you know, the Canucks always have injury troubles. So I'm gonna say he gets That's in around true. 20 games this year, and I'm gonna say he scores. I'm gonna say five, uh, four points, one point every five games. Four, four okay. points in 20 games. That's what I'm gonna say for him. All right, no goals, just assists. Yeah, I, I, he'll score one. He'll score one. He scored two All last right. year. He'll score one this year. So I've been giving you straight defensemen. Yeah. We also gotta put into effect. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make put in that he scored both against the Senators. <laughs> I mean, they do play good. the Senators twice this year. You know, since it's back to the conferences. So that's that's two wins right there. <laughs> All right. I gave, I gave you only defensemen, so I'm going to give you a forward. I'm going to say Niels Hoglander. Ooh, Niels Hoglander. Honestly, I think he's a... He's a 20... He's a 25 goal scorer. And I say he's a, he's a great playmaker. 25, let's say 65 to 70 points. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that's big but he's he's really been so good this preseason so yeah you never know <laughs> hey any of these players can bloom into like a superstar at any moment like tyre myers could be an all-star if you <laughs> like that's that's how hockey works really that's how sports work sorry about that a uh, random call from no caller id but yeah, let's go with um, uh, one more each. One more each? Here. I'll give you... Who should I give you? I'll give you the loudmouth that you can hear screaming on the top of his lungs. The, the F word, uh, JT Miller. You know what? I'm saying he doesn't necessarily have a very good year this year. Um, compared to 2020, obviously. That was probably the best year of his career. I think um, it's not like he's a bad player. He's still a really good player. I still think he's going to make Team USA. He's a great leader for the Canucks. We've seen him help out Pod Colson so much in preseason and in training camp already. But I'm saying he's going to... I think he's just going to have 60 points because I think the Canucks are scoring by committee this year. Yeah. 
All right, last player for yeah, you. Yeah, this Canucks team has a lot of depth on this team. It for does. Sure. That top nine is one of the best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you Besser. Besser. 23 goals to lead the team last season. I think he's at least a 35 to 40 goal, goal scorer, honestly. And then we'll say... And it's a contract year, too, so he needs it. Oh, yeah, contract year as well. So he's going to play even harder than he did last year. I would say 40 goals and maybe 70, 75 points. Very respectable, especially playing alongside Pedersen. If my prediction is right, mm -hmm. with 85 points, definitely 75 for Besser. Yep. All right. Now, um, we're done with the Canucks talk, but we're just going to talk for a few minutes about the Jays. Um yeah everything that had to go right went right basically until the last day <laughs> um i don't know just kind of walk me through how, how you felt uh well i felt happy that the blue jays won at least 12 to 4 they dominated the baltimore orioles two games in a row it wasn't even close like the last day I was not even paying attention to the Blue Jays at that point. I was just watching the Yankees and the and the Nash then the Red Sox playing. And for a bit it looked like the Nationals would could win against the Red Sox. They were up five one going into the six. And then they decide to blow it all away with a inning to make it five five and then they gave up a two run homer from Raphael Devers, which pretty much just solidified the Red Sox go into the wild card. And then before that, the Yankees hit a walk-off single from Rizzo. And that pretty much that pretty much ended the Blue Jays' hopes of making the playoffs this year. Yeah, um, pretty sad. I mean, I was excited. It would have been the playing game today, and I would have went for sure. Mm -hmm. Wild card game tomorrow poss possibly would have been in Toronto. I probably would have went to that too, but um, yeah, the Jays had the best offense in 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 the entire uh, major league. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? They're only going to be better next year. But do you? Uh, my last question I'm going to leave you with, since this isn't a baseball podcast, is <laughs> is are is Ray uh, out of Ray and uh, Simeon? Um, do you think both are coming back? None are coming back. One is coming back. Um. Well, it's a very hard decision, really, because both players have played amazing this entire season. Ray has stepped it up big time this season. He's a he's definitely the Cy Young winner in the AL, that's for sure. And Simeon had a career year, hitting 47, I think, or 45 home runs, the most ever in the major leagues for a second baseman. So both of them, big years. I th hope, I hope that both for them come back to the Blue Jays next season so they can try to go to that playoffs again. But if I would say Ray is more likely to come back than Simeon, I would say. All right. So thank you guys for listening to the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast. Um, special announcement, we are coming back every week now. And Eric, I'll probably get you to make a post about that later. So we will see you guys all next week. Peace.